Off the ball. If there was an Ireland job in the future, so I don't know, I think Brendan Rogers as a future Ireland's manager, I, I could get behind Subscribe this. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Dad Pod. Well, this is a video thing as well. have a name. Podcast. Or midlife Crisis. Paddy Daddy. Mm. Midlife Crisis. <laughs> Dadcast. That's not bad, actually, yeah. Dadcast with Nivea Men. Try Ireland's number one skincare brand. All right, everybody, you're very welcome on this week's episode of Dadcast. All the dads are here. Adrian's here. Hello. Hello. Dave is here. And Nathan is here. Nathan, how are you? Very well, very well. I had a very enjoyable Father's Day. I had the breakfast in bed. Which, did you? Uh, worked out worked out well. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Despite um, what we said about it last week. Yes, yes. Um of course I, I, I was very grateful for the breakfast in bed, so um <laughs> it was fine. I was very clear in my instructions. I had my granola and yogurt and a bit of orange juice, nothing too fancy. No eggs. Um keep Do you not end up with a lot of granola in places that might be uncomfortable. Up your butt crack. Uh, no, I, uh, unlike my children, I'm able to use the spoon correctly and um, manage to get it all where it was meant to be. Nice. Oh, very good. Did they do that themselves um, or did you? were they prompted? Uh, no, they were very keen on the um, making breakfast in bed. Very, very keen. I'm a man of simple pleasures, though, so it was it was very straightforward for them. There was no tea or coffee involved or anything. So, I mean, you're not a man of simple pleasures. You're a man of very expensive taste. Oh. Well, I have that's that, that is also very true. But, but for breakfast, I like to keep it simple. Okay, okay, fair enough. Um, As the day goes on, my uh, taste buds awaken. All week long, my kids have been coloring a, a Father's Day kind of card banner. That's um, it was a lot of work and a lot of effort, but by the time Father's Day rolled around, they'd basically forgotten. So uh, two out of the three of them definitely didn't remember until they were reminded of us. By which stage, I think we might already have been at a GA match. We'd like gotten up and done everything. And I was happy enough, I have to say, largely with that. And it certainly, I, I absolutely used it as a guilt, guilting mechanism. All of my uh, decades of repressed Irish Catholicism came pouring out of me. I was like, and you're behaving like this on Father's Day. What? That was it. Of all the days, <laughs> multiple separate occasions where I was uh, wielding it like a sword didn't work. This, this incredible day that is just so dear to my heart. Yeah, and I've been building up to it for weeks, and you're behaving like this. You've ruined it. You've ruined it forever. Just like any other Sunday in Argaff. Lovely, um, lovely kind of uh, what? I'm not sure what you'd call it. You know what? You know the ra- something round that you'd pl- that you'd give somebody for finishing it in a be- first in a beauty contest or something. What is it? Uh, a garland. Garland. Something. Not a garland. No, I can't think of the a word. Sash. Now. Not a sash. No. The sash my father wore. <laughs> but anyway, it was beautifully made by my older son, who then had the younger guy felt a little bit guilty then, and then sneakily ran off with my with his brother and said, "Will you make me something to give to Daddy?" So he wrote out a quick message on a piece of paper and drew a hastily a hastily drawn picture, which did the job for me. Got a hug from each of the two of them, and that was at about by eleven minutes past nine, Father's Day was over, and then Sunday just took on its usual Sunday turn. I was working Sunday night, and that was the end of it. A tiara. No, what is it? 
What You're does it need to describe it? it? You pin it. It's round, and it'll have a couple of ribbons coming out the bottom of it. Oh, um, um, yeah. A, a, I got you pin it to That's somebody. A... Rosette. Yes. Rosette. There you yeah. go. Oh my Rosette. God. World's best dad. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And a lovely message written beneath that. So that would definitely I thought, be. I thought the one that I got was just that there was only one of these things produced, Dave. I don't understand how there could be two rosettes <laughs> in the world with the same thing on it. That's not or the, or the, how... Who did two different children could in two different households could be claiming that their father is the best father in the world? Doesn't I mean, make any sense. Logistically incompatible. <laughs> uh, a reminder for our listeners: Dadcast is in partnership with Nivea Men. Want to feel great in your skin? Nivea Men has you covered. It's sensitive, tailored skincare to cleansing and anti-age. Try Ireland's number one men's skincare brand. Uh, Nathan, this is one of those weeks where you were supposed to come up with the talking points, but I've noticed you've been. Yeah, I'm quiet never, I'm never, I'm never great reluctant. at the talking points. It's got to be could said. I, um, as as Adrian buy... Barry is going to acknowledge, go on. If you have a talking no, point, Adrian, yeah. I, I, I have an extension of the previous talking point, which is filibuster for a couple of minutes to give you a chance to come great. up with something to talk about. I mean, uh, we would have only been doing this 15 minutes previously anyway, so it's not going to be, uh, not going to be hard for you. Um, the so I was single parenting for most of the last week. My uh, wife took a few days uh, holiday break for herself and her mates. So um, you know, which rolled on in and through uh, Father's Day, which was quite the slap in the face. Wow, wow, yeah. Um, How many days? So, uh, five. What? She really has. She really hasn't forgiven you for talking about her pregnancy snoring, Adrian. Obviously, yeah. No, no, no such thing ever happened, as far as I'm concerned. So. Um, so yeah, she was away for a few days, and um, it's fine. Like you know, I haven't said that to her. Although, and though she, to be fair, she doesn't listen to that, um, and I won't be saying it to her. It was grand, obviously. On all other fronts, it was torturous and really hard work and all that sort of stuff. But uh, <laughs> it made um, it made Father's Day an interesting one, and the kids did go and uh, make some version of them being very young. Obviously, made some version of breakfast, which was like a glass with a couple of yogurts stuffed into it with some berries, which was actually quite delicious. In fact, I probably they threw some of their own little sort of kids' yogurts in there. It tasted a bit like Angel Delight. I don't know if you lads grew up with Angel Delight, but it was a big yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Paddy Falou, sure, fancy, sure, sure. Fancy for my house. Too fancy. The butterscotch, uh, the butterscotch angel delight was the best, the only dessert I had for about fifteen years. Um, but yeah, they made a real effort. I must say, a bit of OJ uh, did a real good job. And, and then we, I thought, well, you know, obviously being the single parent, particularly on Father's Day, and having had the slap in the face, I thought, well, we better do something with today. So um, the last minute, I thought we'll head down to the treetop walk in Avondale. Are people familiar with the treetop walk in Avondale oh, in yeah. Wicklow? You're probably yeah, the only person there, to yeah. have that idea that morning. <laughs> well I thought that too and I thought gee it's going to be mobbed down there but it actually wasn't too bad um, but so I sort of thought well it'll knock an hour off today it'll you know an hour drive down do it for an hour and come back for an hour bloody hell hard recommendation for the treetop walk at Avondale what a brilliant few hours an amazing spot brilliant for kids of that age and probably even a little bit older um, all the little bits of information that you have about the various wildlife that lives in the area the plant life the trees the walk itself, the history of the area. Uh, absolute class, not to mention like the actual beehive thing that you eventually end up walking up and the slide down. Absolutely incredible. The, the queue was only 30, 40 minutes, which I believe having spoken to others, Nathan, uh, can be an awful lot uh, longer than that. Um, and some families, I believe, might uh, get put off by that and um, go about their day. But if you can hit it at a time that it's not that busy. Uh, so it was amazing. Huge, big playground. Lovely pizza, great coffee, clean clean place, hard recommendation. Cheap, 
There's 30 quid, including parking, for the four of us. Yeah, I've been. Um, I would also recommend it for the walk around and the, um, what did they call it? The treetop walk, all of that. Mm. Like, the payoff for the queue just didn't do it for me. Like, this is not a Disneyland slide here that you're going to get a nice 10 minutes of entertainment. From top to bottom, you're talking what, 15 seconds? Five seconds. And you're queuing anywhere from 40 minutes to 90 minutes to two hours. No thanks. I think 30, 30, 40 minutes is doable. I do think anything beyond that, you're probably not at the races. But um, try and go down at a quiet time, I would assume, is probably the key to that. And the kids loved it. That was a brilliant out. Well, that's all that matters, isn't it? You know? Um, and you put in three hours of your time and then... And there was no hungry, narky, anything? Well, we kind of missed time. So we arrived down about one o'clock and... Uh, we did the whole thing and I sort of as I said I kind of thought the whole thing was going to be about an hour and then we'd be having lunch at two o'clock and had really got as far in the day as to consider as to where that might be by the time we had everything wrapped up on the walk bit it was half three and I was definitely sort of having to start feed out a few biscuits and bring people along that way but we were right on the right on the mark uh, we ordered some pizza it was ready about 15 minutes later and it was absolutely delicious but yeah I was I'd say probably about five or ten minutes from all hell breaking loose and the poor old baby, like, was going off pizza crusts and uh, and biscuits for the day. Sure, he was delighted with himself. Salty pizza crust goodness. Mm. Yeah, it was either that or go uh, go hungry at that stage. But um, yeah, I'd say, like, obviously, me being the single parent and it being you know incredibly hard work for me for the day. Um, if you were there with, like, if there was two of you down there with a few kids, you'd be absolutely fine. You'd have you'd like you know we enjoyed it. But obviously, at some point when you're uh, trying to marshal three young kids um, half a kilometre in the air or whatever uh, length it is, um, you're definitely your stress levels are up a little bit. Um, but, but other than that, you, you expect that no matter where you are, to be fair. So, very good. I haven't, I haven't been down there. It feels like it's um, quite the schlep from the north side. So, you'd want to be making uh, a day of it? I, I, you, you can make it. it it's, it's probably... I don't matter. It was fifty minutes from where we are on the south side, so it wouldn't be huge about a little bit extra for you, but uh, definitely worth it. Definitely make a day of it. Uh, like if you're going down in the summertime, there are beaches not a million miles away. Um, but it itself, like I know your kids are a bit older, so they're not going to be partaking in some of the stuff that my kids were. Like you know, there's a little wheel that makes bird sounds, or you're like unveiling the um, flap. The only word I can come up with that tells you about um, the various uh, wildlife, etc., that lives in wow. the area. Uh, so, Jack uh, House, yes. brought to you by Teenage Boys. <laughs> I did, I did rack my brain for another word that might be okay, exactly. Nothing, nothing is just, unfortunately, nothing unfortunately is there's just, nothing there except that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so okay, back, yeah back on track yeah, very good. yeah back on track very good I would definitely recommend it easily knock a day out of it even though it is a bit of a schlep away uh, um, it was very good this is not paid for this is all uh, experienced and hashtag good. not spawn which is, uh, yeah. is how we like it here no no well, spawn well that's basically uh, it is unfortunately the tone of this podcast everything we do is not sponsored isn't it podcast itself Everywhere we go, we pay for everything we do. Yeah, that's okay, though. It's not, we're Speaking of which, it's cool. it forgives an authenticity. Yeah. 
I've also I've also booked um, Central Parks for next year. Oh, good for next year. Next year, bloody yeah. hell! Oh yeah, Easter. Right, Easter will be busy at Easter. Yeah, it's always busy, isn't it? It's always busy, Dave. You're right. You're right. Yeah, get yourself uh, good and fit for the old rapids there, Adrian. Those when creaking, can those expect... will be creaking by the time you're done. <laughs> when can you expect the email to come through with that results and everybody scrambling online to try and book as many activities as they can? Is it about a month before you go? Six weeks? For go, pre-booked. What are you talking about? For like well, there's a window. There's a window for booking restaurants. You know all the activities like Astros and um, the treetop walk and. Uh, what else? Oh, a couple of little kiddies activities like teddy bear making and that kind of stuff that uh, okay. you can't just rock up when you get there. You, on the off chance, yeah, maybe there might be an opening, but all this stuff has to be booked weeks before you go. All right. Okay. And so, so like, there's a window. Is, is this the way it works? It's like the window's now open and you can go and book. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's about four to six weeks or so before your departure date or your arrival date. Okay. Now, well, like, I mean, my like, experience. If- is slightly different and maybe at Easter Dave is dead right I just know and we were there at the end of the summer last year and it is frustrating in a way um, because you know you do need to book also all the places you go to eat and like you know you might change your mind and say oh we want to eat out and at 6 o'clock you'll go into the Italian restaurant and online it'll be totally booked up and you'll go in and there'll be mm. two people in there and they go sorry no it's totally booked up um, but <laughs> aside from the main few um activities you could actually get on nearly everything when you got there because people book everything and you can cancel them up to is an hour yeah. beforehand or something like that so they book everything oh, and then okay. they just cancel it but the zip line so what happens to the italian restaurant in. when there's two people in there and then nobody turns up no they were like not done with booking right it seems like a uh slightly unnecessary why don't you just have it be available yeah. for everybody when they get there and you know um, I would also right. recommend not doing that many things that actually, you know, the kids, if they like the pool, will just want to spend all day in the pool. And a lot of it is, you know, we booked like football pool, which was the greatest waste of time that there has it's been, like, here's a football and here's six little holes in the ground and give us your 30 quid. And it's like, really, this is kids are bored after three minutes. Is that what right. you saying, Dave, about Astro? Is that a different thing? No, that's just if you book a slot on the Astro. There's an Astro football pitch. But again, that's your kids probably aren't old enough for that anyway. There's a lot of stuff that your kids wouldn't be doing. The treetop walk obviously is not going to be that your kids won't be at that. Um, but other like the teddy bear making now, my six year old has done that twice, loved it. Your kids mm. would love that. So, but the, Nathan's right. When we went first, it was in the middle of COVID. You could only spend two hours a day in the pool, so you had to fill the rest of the day. And we ended up booking too many things, and we didn't give, really give the kids enough time just to chill. So you might mm. get away with one activity or two activities a day. Don't feel the need to fill the roster. Is the Astro like an organised game that you can no, join in on, no. or do you have to get organise your own game? No, you just rock up and you've booked it, and yeah. however many people you've got with you, just use it for the hour and then you're gone okay but it's great fun and the pool is amazing just as good as there is in terms of indoor pool areas across Europe or America or anywhere wow wow and the rapids are just the bomb oh my god and you will want to do it more than anybody else and by the time you've let put the 
packed the car and driven home, you'd have gone down the rapids 87 times. Your yeah. back would be wrecked. Yeah. And, yeah, but it's, it's such good fun. Every time I went down, I was like, surely I shouldn't feel like this. Surely every <laughs> bang. But I'm not lying. My kids went down those rapids 200 times. And it's all, they, right. would, they would finish it for the 50th time. And then I'd be like, surely we're done. No, no, one more go. Like, it's the <laughs> same thing every time. So this is a ringing endorsement of the whole thing, basically. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, like, it is one of those. And I think everyone has the same experience where you hear a lot about it. It's very expensive considering you have to pay for everything aside from the pool when you get there. And it's fairly steep anyways. Now, obviously, you can cook your own meals and all that sort of stuff as well. But everyone who goes there says the same thing, which is when you're in the car on the way home, you're nearly booking your next trip. Right. right. I mean, it's it's uh, it's pretty expensive until you start looking at holiday prices anywhere else in the world. And it's like, well, okay, fair enough. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's fairly expensive compared to um, going to your family, your parents' house for the weekend. But uh, that's not really what's happening here. All uh, right. So one tiny piece of correspondence from... Uh, one of the shows recently on the YouTube comment that we didn't get to. Take time to play with your kids, says Davy Zuby. Dave Zuby. Dave Zuby. When your eight-year-old asks you to go outside and play a ball, leave the dishes or washing and go play for five, 10, 30 minutes. The dishes and other jobs will be there afterwards. It'll be soon enough. They won't want you to join them. We're, um, yeah, that's what we've been talking about, isn't it? We know the the yeah. day comes when they just stop asking. So I, I like we have a goal in our front garden, and they can't get out of the car and make it to the front door without veering straight left and spending at least ten minutes whacking the ball into the net. And I just go with them every time. We just do it because they, uh, the day is coming when they, they, they just couldn't be bothered either doing it or doing it with you. So yeah, he's right. Look, he hasn't, um, he hasn't unpicked the lock of parenting there for us. But it's a very obvious comment he makes, but it's a very valid one. Do it whenever you possibly can. Particularly now this, you know, when your younger kid in particular might be sitting on the ground playing with something, the question, Daddy, can you play with me? I haven't heard that question being asked for at least six months. And almost certainly will never hear it again. So that's already a question in our house that has stopped being asked. As in, you know, the way you, where you get on the floor with them and whatever it is, Lego, Jigsaw, a battle between imagine X figures, whatever it might be. But thankfully it's been replaced by daddy. Will you come into the front garden and take shots at me? So I'm happy enough to replace one with the other hundred percent, but uh, it's just one minute example of something that used to happen regularly. That never happens anymore. Your kid wants to be a keeper. Well, well, it's more, more accurately. Can I take shots on you? Oh, so he, uh, it's a good system. He, um, Every time he scores, he gets a point. Every time I make a save, he gets to judge whether or not the save had enough merit to <laughs> have me awarded a point. So I can't I, imagine I, you're a good fake goalkeeper, Dave. I can't imagine you giving it the whole, oh, I'm just try-. I'd oh, say you're like, he's oh, level south all. He's level south all here. He's, he's Mike alone. Mike Michael alone. Yeah. Yeah. Full stretch towards the corner to keep that bloody thing out. He's only six yards from goal, and he's six years old. Screw that. But if he hits it straight at me, I won't get a point. But if like, I show any semblance of a reflex save and get to flick the ball over the bar or something, he'll, he's pretty... He's pretty, pretty. He's got a lot of integrity in that regard. I will generally get the point for that. My fella had a penalty to take in a, in a penalty shootout at the World Cup 
couple of weeks ago Ooh. in the local park here. Holland had gone to uh, had gone all the way. Uh, the Dutch and penalties you can always rely on them. Not this time though, unfortunately. Or at the last World Cup. They got knocked out at the last World Cup. They got knocked out on penalties. Good penalty, actually. He took a very good penalty. Just um, good trajectory, good pace. Just didn't make the keeper work, unfortunately. Got to hit the target, of course, from there, Dave, as you'd say. So he missed. He missed, yeah. That's uh, unforgivable, is it not? You have to make Ah, the keeper work. The keeper was... So there were under sevens. The keeper was like maybe 10 or 11. I mean, he wasn't, but he looked certainly looked that way. So it wasn't just <laughs> oh, a case shots of fired. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't wow. a case of blasting. Cheating, it cheating in the <laughs> not, oh. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying cheating that. in the at that stage. Age, it's at, not never happened at that age. At that age, they have a sixteenth man there, Adrian. All sides. They did. They did actually have an extra player. Would you believe, Joe? Um, yeah, I, I would strongly uh, believe that. Would, yeah. She would well believe that. Oh, that's good. We can't count. Technically, a very good penalty. Just, just why did the post? And were there, was, how did he take the missing of the penalty? He's fine. He's fine. Some of his uh, teammates had missed as well. So it was all, it wasn't as if he was flying solo. But um, yeah, there was various. But I, I wouldn't actually, um, a conversation came up at the end. Um, conversation came up at the end about uh, the, so the game had finished level after normal time. And then we'd also gathered in the middle and there was a conversation about whether it should penalties or like goal and goal. And I was, uh, I'd never really given a second stop before that, but I found myself in a position where I was kind of saying, "Go, goal and goal, like penalties is too much at that age. Just play three or four minutes, whoever gets the goal. If it ends up that we end up having to play five minutes, because obviously they're under pressure, we're trying to get the pitches free. Um, if we play for five minutes and still deadlock, uh, two penalties, but it's not a great way, I don't think, for kids at that stage. Maybe I'm always thinking. Well, when they score, it's a great thing, but you know. You've been there forever. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we were, yeah, the we, Mini World we, Cup we, I was at at the weekend was be. golden goal first and definitely a golden goal at senior international level, definitely not in favour of it where there's tactics involved but the sheer joy of scoring the winning goal in a golden goal uh, extra time I think uh, makes up for this underage. Yeah. Uh, uh, penalties, I don't know. It's a bit like, much to be asking seven-year-olds to participate in a penalty shooting. And there was a couple like, of them very, very, very upset afterwards, you know. Like right. that's that yeah. was my that was my no concern about it. Like, I mean, I, I like I definitely think the goal games is better uh, without without all that stuff than mm. and soccer doesn't have that. So maybe the, that's the next revolution coming in soccer. But the soccer well, they don't keep score. They don't keep score in soccer. And they're not keeping score here in their penalty shootouts. The last, no, but it's a, it's I, a no. mini World Cup. That's this is different from say the leagues that they're playing in at the weekends. The weekends is just. You just rock up, you play the game. Obviously, the kids are keeping score on their own heads, but they do that in GA Go games as well. But that wasn't a mini World Cup like, amongst yourselves. It's a mini World Cup with other other clubs. Yeah, it's, right? well, it's, 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 it's no, organized it's by our club. club. No, no. It's, it's organized by, yeah, it's organized by our club, but anybody can register. So you had all... Oh, yeah, yeah. But sorry, it's not a... So my son played at the Leicester Celtic mini World Cup, but he plays for a different club, but nobody else from his club was playing on it. So it wasn't... He, he was playing with other... So, Basically, a club organizes the mini world cup, and anyone can play in it. But yeah, then okay. players are all just randomly mixed together, so you're yeah. not it's mini leagues. They 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 did put a bit of effort into make sure that they could try and stream the players that they knew about within oh, yeah, uh, within yeah. our own club, and then obviously after that, it is you're absolutely in the lap of the gods. Are you one of these dads who's taking taking your kid around to world cups every weekend? 
no, but we live right beside there and all the other kids, a lot of the other kids in the neighborhood were going. It was unbelievable. Like I couldn't get one of the lads in if the demand was so high. Right. Uh, yeah. Great. Set, great weekend, setup they're, they're incredible. Absolutely incredible. This was five nights. Five nights, was it? Yeah. yeah, five nights. We've our club's one is on just Saturday for the day. Um, but this was, yeah, I think he played five nights and definitely wrote it down, giving out the medals afterwards. They were all big, long queue to get their photos. And uh, yeah, right. They didn't ask you to get involved. Well, I'm not a member of the club, you know. I just, no, uh, Stephanie Roach just came in, took advantage of their, uh, um, well, Collie O'Neill, the Shamrock Rovers manager, is a former player and I think coaches one of their underage teams. So probably brought uh, Stephanie down as well. You know, that's the story behind that. Uh, but yeah, they're brilliant. Like I, I don't bring my kids around to loads of different mini World Cups, but I, I could see why people would because they're just going crack. And also, it's a good way of sort of forcing your kid into a situation where he doesn't know anybody else. And by the end of the week, like you know, he knows all the other lads on the team, and got a chat, got to make an effort. Yeah. There you go. What are your talking points this week, Nathan? <laughs> Here we go. He's been Whoa. postponed for long enough. He's forgotten about it since we've had My one, my one uh, major cause of concern right now is, uh, you know, the summer coming up and the children are not going to school anymore and um, occupying them for all day of every day when they're not at a summer camp and getting that balance of going, actually, you're on your holidays, you can relax, sit down and, you know, watch your YouTube videos for a couple of hours in the morning. And then having that... Uh, getting them to stop the couple of hours and then going doing something with their lives that doesn't involve me losing my shit. <laughs> yeah. How do you do that? That's that's what I, that's my topic. I've, I've come up with the topic. You guys have to answer the question. That's how it works, isn't it? Oh, well, <laughs> to- pulling a topic out of your arse 25 minutes into the recording doesn't count. <laughs> wow. It may be a topic nonetheless. Yeah, look, it's a difficult one. And the problem is you, for those days where they're not in camp, the two hours that you've given them to play their PlayStation or watch YouTube videos, whatever it is, that is your only window to get stuff done. So you have to be so disciplined, whether it's work, prep, housekeeping, getting prep, making the dinner, getting the bed clothes changed, whatever the hell it might be, you have no alternative but to get it done in those two hours. And then you have, you're the one who always has to come up with the idea as to what's going to be done in the afternoon then. The years are probably old enough, Nathan, that you can send a couple of them out onto the green with their mates? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they'll spend um, they'll spend most of their summer out in the green grand and they won't even need to think about them. But it's just yeah. still, I can still see there'll be a moment every day of, oh, oh. Don't want to, just want to hang around. Daddy, I'm bored. Do nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I hate that the, they always just seem to come by circle back towards screens. So they might do something for an hour or they might play a game together for a while or go in the back garden or we'll head up to the green and it's always, can we watch, can we play our Kindles now? And I was like, oh, why does it always circle back to this? There's all, they're like, it's just that it's the first go-to point in their minds is the screen. I guess we have led them down that path or allowed it to fester in, in such a way, but I know that'll happen a good bit over the summer. Now, friends, I have booked them into three weeks off camps as well as we're getting, we're getting away ourselves for a few days. So the summer will still go pretty quickly, but yeah, I'd hate those days, particularly if it's lashing rain out as well. Like, what can you really do? Uh, I don't know. When it's lashing rain, like, you know, can they do some art? Can they do some... For half like, an hour, for, yeah. yeah. Draw exactly. for half an hour, and then it's like, 
Oh, then they're looking at you going, what now? Well, obviously, the main problem is the uh, the use of screens is something that they're seeing from you. Like, you're on your phone the whole time. Well, I'm not yeah. really. Uh, I would say probably is definitely, and if you're working from home, they're seeing you on a screen and they don't go, yeah, daddy's on the though, laptop doing work. Well, in their head, you know, you're still on a screen. Um, and even aside from that, there's still a lot of screens involved. And there is a part that, like, they have access to way better stuff than we did than when we were kids. Like, there's a lot yeah. of good stuff on the screens that they have. I used to find yeah. myself watching a lot of Test Cricket because we had six channels and it was on the BBC. <laughs> and, you know, there was eight hours of the day. You'd watch uh, you'd watch Neighbours, you'd watch Going for Gold, and then the cricket would be on for five hours. <laughs> Henry, Henry Kelly. Henry Kelly. Henry Kelly, go yeah. That lone, go that lone man, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was Henry Sellers it, based on Henry Kelly? He was, he was, he was. And uh, he's, Henry Kelly said about, uh, he said, he said about that long that it was a one-horse town without the horse. Wow. Mm. Uh, correct. He, he was obviously correct, wasn't he? <laughs> I would uh, would argue contrary to that, no. Well, you're right about the devices. I, I'm, I'm brutal. I need to do something to... Um, I need to have an intervention with myself about devices. It's too much. Uh, and they're definitely looking at it like they're definitely looking at me going oh, this is the way to do it and they are look at I don't know the answer to Dave's question is uh, if, I had a, if anybody had an answer to that you'd be a wealthy person about um, how you get them off it or like the influences by which they end up wanting them all the time um, we're, we're, uh, we've gone down the FIFA and the iPad path so I'll only let them play it when I'm there with them and we end up playing it together but even still, it's just like they, they do. I don't know. I definitely find like they move from obsession to obsession. It was air up. Remember, I mentioned that a few weeks ago. Air I up. Totally had to get an air up. Did. Yeah, had you to just... get an air up. Got, got an air up. Half an hour later, couldn't like went on about an air up for couldn't give a shit. month and a half. Solid. Could yeah. not give a shit. Like has. <laughs> I guess my lads for... are older, so therefore they're still like one of them has it since Christmas and still uses it every day and still wants to get the new. Uh, taste things. Now, right. their latest thing is they're making YouTube videos of can blindfold air up tests. Which I'm like, is this good? Is this bad? I'm not quite sure. I feel like it's another way of you getting access to a screen. Um, Are they doing much business? Creativity. Uh, no, because they're not allowed. <laughs> like, you're only allowed to uh, show it to your subscribers. And oh, yeah. The only people who are allowed to subscribe are people I know who are your friends. So, no, they're not doing much business. But maybe I should open it up to the world. Yeah. Mainly, the main reason I won't let them open it up to the world is that they have no sense of what privacy is. So it's, oh, I'm going to record this video and there's our car and there's where we keep the house keys and (laughs) there's our front door left wide open and do you want to know where we live? (laughs) There's daddy in the shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daddy, this device is not working. (laughs) (laughs) What? Are you in the shower? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've had a, a, the, when it comes to this FIFA for example I have a very different view on that in comparison to pretty much everything else screen related like they go in there the two of them and they'll play for an hour and they'll play against each other or on the same team as each other in a World Cup or a Champions League or something and the crack they're having and there's a lot of a lot of singing and a lot of shouting and roaring and they're fully animated fully interactive uh, fully invested in it I love hearing that I'm perfectly happy for them to do that then even do let them do that a couple of times a day, then have them sitting there watching some idiot on YouTube 
Okay. God so knows what sort of rubbish. Get get good quality computer games. I think so, because otherwise they're just staring at something. There's no interaction. They're getting nothing from it. They're delivering nothing to it. And it's essentially just dead time. Yeah. Whereas they're bonding in there. They're actually talking to each other about players. They're talking about substitutions. They're talking about, well, you know, he's X, rate, he's X number of rated and he's 81 rated and who do you think is the better striker and then there'd be loads of questions that they'll have for me out of that daddy why, why do you, why is Christian Aaron, Cristiano Ronaldo's defence rating 24 but Messi's is 27 why are each of these oh what's the difference between those two as defenders it's it's actually constructive time now as long as they aren't allowed to do it for 8 or 9 hours non-stop that's the issue but I'd far sooner let them be in there on the Playstation than watching rubbish on YouTube Oh yeah, the YouTube videos of the guys playing the games that they aren't allowed to play at the moment. So as they step towards um, Fortnite, which is right where my kids are, I'm kind of in the same. Look, there's an obsession element. Absolutely. They are playing with their mates. So like they're online talking to their mates all the time during it. So is there a social side to that, that they're having the crack now? You know, how they're communicating is basically just shouting at each other as loudly as they possibly can. And are you are you sure it's just their mates? Like, can you, are you okay enough with the technology to make sure that it's not like pretty much? Like, I would check in on us. Um, now we're, I'd say, we're heading rapidly down the track of like you know, I'm trying to play up in the room and be a bit more secretive at the moment. Like, they just play in the sitting room. You're there. You can hear who they're talking to. All of that. Um, but yeah, that's coming quickly. I would say where they're a step ahead. What device, Dave, is, are your kids using? Uh, it's, you know, it's gone, changed over the years from an old beaten-up iPad that must have been used during the Second World War to uh, Kindles and then Switch and then the young fellow made his communion and he, he, we said he could spend the money on whatever he wanted within reason, so upgraded to a PS, so that's what he's working on at the moment, but the game's essentially the same. He's just got better graphics and... Um, mm. Really, all they play is FIFA at the moment, with a little bit of Fortnite or Minecraft or something else like that. But generally, they're just I at least as lo- I I'm happy enough for them to play as long as it's two player that they're actually sure. working together on something, because I can actually hear them developing as a pair, their relationship and their that, understanding that's... of each other and their willingness to um, communicate and compromise and a tolerance of each other's mistakes when someone doesn't pass when they should have done or and all, right. all those little things are important. Yeah. Well, uh, that would certainly be the you idiot that we hear the most in our house. <laughs> um, well, that happens a, a plenty of time and the outside yeah. of screen time as well, just abuse of each other. But look, that's brothers do that, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's interesting. And uh, if anybody else has similar experiences, dadcast at offtheball.com is the email address or you can always get it at dadcastpod on Twitter and a reminder that dadcast is in partnership with Nivea Men want to feel great in your skin Nivea Men has you covered from sensitive tailored skincare to cleansing and anti-age try Ireland's number one men's skincare brand anybody got anything else before we wrap up this week yeah did we all notice sorry Adrian did we all notice the review of the dadcast and Sunday Independent at the weekend were we pleased with it yeah glorious I thought it, it, it was, it was it wasn't very really kind, a review. 
do you think that they were like they really thought it was shit and so they just said oh we'll just but you know you're better off to say nothing than say something bad so they just said this happens uh no i don't think that's been a bit harsh i was i was pleased with what i read this is a thing you can check it out over here <laughs> yeah it was definitely it. a bit more on the if you're into pair it's that father's day what podcasts are different dads here you go. Okay. Sorry, they, didn't, they didn't expose your exposure um, and your dogging, so therefore had not been listening to last week's episode. <laughs> it's crazy. I, that, that was the that was a, dogging part. That was the best part. No, that's, that's uh, that would have that would have made my year if that was in the Sunday end. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a recommendation for what to do when you're camping. That was actually what was what was going on there. Um, I'm trying it's, it's, to come up with a an off the balls pun, but it's not working. If anybody hey, wants I'm to camping next week, Adrian. You are. Your name will probably be there'll probably be a photo of you up when I walk in oh, going. Jesus, listen, stop. stop. <laughs> uh, you're doing it wrong if you've got a photograph of me up. Um anyway, I really just wanted to say well done to Nathan. Um he's he really, really earned his corn this week with the with the topics oh, I'm saying. So impressive. Listen, you've got thirty seconds, our time is nearly up. Upgrade the pro, everyone. <laughs> there you go. All right, folks, see you next week. Dadcast at off the ball dot com. Take care. Dadcast with Nivea Men. Try Ireland's number one skincare brand.